When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sports Day for Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And Toolmart, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA-owned and operated for over 40 years. Yes, and the text machine is uh, certainly happening. 0487 736 736. Firstly, uh, Norman Cal, who's a great listener. Hope everything's OK up there on the gold fields, Norm. Uh, does Cricket Australia think WA is just Perth? Why were none of the Scorchers WBBL matches not televised? I mean, both games were the top of the table clashes, yet we get the bottom of the ladder clash in Tassie. WA is one third of this continent. And you can't just shoot down to Lilac Hill with your dog to watch. Uh, WBBL, uh, that's uh, from Norm. And Lee says, hi, Peter. One word is pathetic for the Australian cricket team. It was great to see Ryan Campbell's team, the Netherlands, roll South Africa. It certainly was, Lee. And, of course, he was featured a bit earlier today. And this is just a snippet of what Cambo had to say about that. And then we'll have a chat to Jeff Marsh as well. At the end of the day, I reckon, you know, I was in Hong Kong and then the Netherlands, so I've seen how hard it is for the associate world where they don't get the funds. You know, we've only got six full-time contracts that, you know, so our players, most of them are, are still at school or they're working and they combined all these things. So for us to now put out a performance like that and, you know, try and get the attention of world cricket to say, hey, you know what? Let's spread the game. And to me, you know, we, we know that, it, you know, the 50-over World Cup is only 10 teams, which is an absolute joke. Um, the little teams have to play well to sort of show the world, you know what, this is pretty cool fun to watch. And, you know, hopefully the results of, you know, in the last year in Namibia, we've seen Scotland do fantastic things. And obviously the Dutch have always been around the mark. So... Uh, hopefully the administrators pay attention and, and they've enjoyed it as much as us. Mate, you've got to give the little fellas an opportunity to play against the big, the big uh, boys. And, you know, I think, you know, with the Netherlands, we were lucky enough and we worked hard enough to win the World Cricket League, which qualified us for the Super League in the ODIs. And that's given us, you know, eight three-match fixtures against the best teams in the world, and, you know. This year in cricket, the Netherlands have played New Zealand, England, the West Indies, Pakistan, Afghanistan. Man, that's never happened before. Yeah. And it's not surprising to me that we're the ones that now have stood up at a World Cup because the boys have gone through it and they've understood what the level needs to be to compete at this level. And, you know, that's for me, like I sort of said it the other day, I think when I was asking the media, if teams are going to play England and touring... Stop it in the Netherlands and play against us. Stop in Scotland and play against them. Mate, county teams, playing against a county team for a warm-up, they don't want to be there. They're, they're rubbish opposition, so why not go up against these associates? 
who will give it everything and put on a good show. And then we learn. Everyone gets to see, you know, what we've got to offer. And, you know, hopefully cricket goes forward in a much better way. Well, you just heard a bit from Ryan Campbell there about that magnificent win by the Netherlands yesterday against South Africa. How ironic with Cambo after spending so many years trying to build credibility and the status of Netherlands cricket goes out with a victory like that at the Adelaide Oval yesterday. And I thought today I'd maybe speak to a gentleman who went and coached a minnow cricket nation for a few years on the back end of when Australia was beaten by Zimbabwe in the 1983 World Cup. Zim won by 13 runs. It was an incredible introduction into international cricket for that uh, small nation when it came to cricket. And, of course, a couple of years uh, after that, he started playing in ODIs and eventually, talking about Jeff Marsh, took over the reins as coach of Zimbabwe cricket. So he knows what it's like uh, when you win against more prominent opposition. And we've got Jeff on the program. Jeff, thanks for your time. G'day, Pete. Good to be here, mate. Yeah, nice to chat to you. Uh, I know we've got you in Melbourne. You're overseeing uh, the WA second eleven at the moment. How's it going over there, by the way? Yeah, no, the boys are going well. They're, uh, they've got Victoria four down for uh, for ninety. So uh, yeah, we're doing really well. Lucky, we're, you know, so lucky to get on. There's been so much uh, so much rain here in Victoria, and uh, you know, for some of the Victorians, it's only the second week they've actually been able to get on. Uh, on the wicket. So, um, yeah, so we're very lucky. It's a beautiful ground out here at Ringwood and the boys are going well. Good stuff. Well, you, of course, left uh, Cricket Australia. You were the uh, selector for the Australian Cricket Board, now Cricket Australia. You left that position in 2001 to become coach of the Zimbabwean national team and you stayed there for about three years until political circumstances made you move on. But when you arrived in Zimbabwe and Harare, were they still talking about that 1983 World Cup victory over Australia in Nottingham? I was there for three years, and I reckon they mentioned that every single day I was there. <laughs> I'm, I'm just very, I'm just very happy that I didn't play in the game. But um, yeah, it, look, it certainly was a highlight uh, for Zimbabwe, and you, you know, you've just. Um, you know, after coaching there for three years, you you just realise how much it means to, um, for such a small country and a developing country um, in the game of cricket. What it means to to win against uh, you know a very good side. And you know, I only recently uh, caught up with Davy Alton, who was uh, um, who coached Zimbabwe uh, in this World Cup, and uh, you know, their goal was to upset. Uh, the big teams in the competition and um, you know they did that um, by beating Pakistan Um, so it means a lot to them. You would have looked on with some great memories of Zimbabwe in this current World Cup here in Australia and New Zealand. How did you see their cricket Jeff? Yeah well when I was there, we had a um, uh, you know we had a very good side developing, and um, you know with just small numbers. But uh, Davy Houghton has now got cricket going really well in the in, in Zim. He he's got uh, the game going back out into the country areas. Um, they now have uh, 
two county cricketers allowed to play in each of their first class teams, which is four. And uh, they have a month in Zimbabwe now where uh, English county uh, teams come over as a pre-season and they they, uh, they have that as a competition. So, um, you know, they're, they're, they're trying very, very hard to develop. Um, they obviously lost a lot of players there at one stage with the two Flower Brothers going, um, you know, streaky finishing up and some good quality cricketers. But uh, they're back on track. And as we saw during the World Cup, they've got some very good players. Mm, certainly have. Saying that, when you saw what happened yesterday with a favourite son of WA cricket like you are with Ryan Campbell, what were your emotions when the Netherlands upset South Africa and, more importantly, knocked them out of the semi-finals of this T20 World Cup? Yeah, well, firstly, very, very happy for Ryan. He's put his heart and soul and, you know, he's picked his family up and taken them. And, um, you know, he's worked really, really hard uh, for them over a number of years now. And, um, you know, just trying to bring in a real cricket culture. He's gone out and got, um, you know, all the players around the world that are playing county cricket. Um, and there's some very good players there. And he's developed, uh, you know, a very good squad. And... Uh, it, it, Every time you play a game against, whether it be Ireland or whether you play the Netherlands or Zimbabwe, whoever now, you can't take them lightly because there's so many players, even though they're not professional cricketers like the Australians are, they, you know, a lot of those players in those countries have got to go to work and they can only train when uh, when their day's work's over. There's still some very, very cricketers coming through the system and their own systems with development of junior players is becoming a lot better. It's interesting, I looked at the game yesterday and I gather what thing that Rhino has worked with Ryan Campbell is technique, which is what you would have worked on when you went to Zimbabwe, of course, uh, those years ago between 2001 and 2004. And let me tell you, looking at the Netherlands yesterday, some of their batsmen showed some great uh, technique in hitting, of course, the South African bowlers to all parts of the ground. Can't invest in specialised coaches like they do in Australia and England, of course, those established nations. So it's important to uh, develop on that area. Did you focus on that area as well? Well, no, no doubt. We uh, well in Zimbabwe we had um, Andy Flower, who was one of our who was one of our leading players over there, and has recently gone on and coached uh, England and now coaching in the IPL. Uh, he and his brother were two of the hardest working players that I've seen in world cricket and um, always working on their technique and they were just great leaders and then a lot of, a lot of the younger players coming through the system in Zimbabwe would every time you drive into the sports club or into a Rari uh, cricket club they would be in the nets practicing and that's the uh, um, and every single player young player saw that and and that is what created uh, the improvement in the players because they started going and doing the same thing. And uh, same with Ryan in the Netherlands, you know, like um, he put in a lot of time into um, into developing players and, and, and developing players become very good T20 players, which is really important. And you can, you can always have your top three or four players uh, uh, in your team, but in those countries, you've got to develop 
uh, 9-10 and 9-10-11, they've got to be able to, um, you know, to contribute to the team. And um, a lot of his time would have been going into all those lesser players to, to get them up so that when they came up against the great sides, they, were, they could hold their own. Yeah, certainly you leave a legacy there at Netherlands Cricket. He's done an outstanding job. And what a way to go out with that victory over South Africa. Can I ask you about the performance of Australia, which was very disappointing, and people are saying now that they need to overhaul the squad. What are your thoughts, Jeff? Well, I think, um, you know, obviously the first game we played against New Zealand was disappointing. And, and look, you probably look back at our form leading into uh, the World Cup uh, with our practice matches. We we weren't we weren't playing well. Even in practice matches, we were struggling. We 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 lost games of cricket, and um, I think that showed in our very very first game. And I don't think we ever really recovered to to get back to that form that we were show, we showed in the last World Cup. Uh, again, so right through the whole uh, the whole tournament, but it, it was a, a World Cup so far that uh, teams were being upset by these lesser teams, um, and but that's no excuse for Australia because we lost to New Zealand. But um, yeah, I, I just don't think we played well enough to, and certainly didn't warrant playing in the finals the way that we were playing. But in saying that, we lost one game. Yeah. And uh, who knows what would have happened if we'd have played England at the MCG full house, um, you know, that, um, um, you know, in, in, in T20 cricket, you only need one game to to get you going and get that momentum going. So um, that was disappointing. But um, as you say, you've got to, you've got to win, um, win every game you play. And if you don't, you can't lose by the amount we lost because at the end of the day, that cost us as soon as you win. Yeah, very much so. And in some ways, when you look at it, uh, and particularly upsets, I mean, talking about upsets in this chat, uh, they were lucky to get away with that win against Afghanistan, weren't they? They were on the verge of maybe a major upset with Afghanistan getting over Australia. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the nature of T20 cricket. You, you know, like the, the games are a lot shorter, and um, you know these teams can, as I said, you know they can upset the best players in the team. But um, you know, I think uh, I think if you ask every player in that side, they'll just say that uh, you know we just didn't really hit our straps, and we and they couldn't get that momentum. We couldn't get momentum going into the into the tournament um, and in a tournament like this you've got to win those first couple of games uh, and that didn't happen for us and um, yeah, just uh, showed it now where we finished up yep. uh, well Australia's out there's four remaining the semi-finals are about to be played Wednesday and Thursday of this week who do you think will win the tournament who's your fancy I think I think England are a very good side uh, I think they're really well better. They bat really low, and they've got, um, you know, they've got some good bowlers. And I just, I think they're a very good side. But you can't, you know, uh, Pakistan. You know, they scraped in. You know, I mean, sometimes like sport is like that, isn't it? You know, you scrape in and you win the next two games. You won a World Cup. <laughs> um, so, and I certainly wouldn't put them out of the equation uh, as well. So, and of course, you can't write off. Um, uh, you can't write off India. Um, they've got some. Terrific players in their side in New Zealand. Well, they just keep coming. They just keep coming New Zealand. They keep ending up in finals and uh, they're an incredible uh, cricket team and magnificently led by Williamson. Yeah, and of course, your son Mitch Marsh is so important uh, in Australian cricket going forward, uh, and we wish him the best of luck. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. Always great to have a chat to you. Cheers, mate. Thanks, mate. Bye bye. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.